This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Clubhouse show. That's right, it is time for the A's Clubhouse show. Chris Townsend alongside Ken Korak. The number is 833 625 2278. That's 833 625 2278. Ken, the A's now tied for the best record in baseball. Same record as the Red Sox, right? 22 and 15, and they're doing it with one uh, one run games, Chris, and the, and the bullpen once again. They, you know, they're not real robust, and I know you like to keep track of these things. They didn't hit a home run tonight, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> but they still uh-huh. wanted, and, you know, uh, petite, incredible, last 15 and a third innings, has not given up a run, and then Diekman in the ninth, and, uh, you know, you hold the Red Sox. And what they've done offensively to lead the league and run scored and also in batting and hold them down to two runs on four hits, uh, Chris, that's doing a pretty good job with your pitching. You know what? I stand corrected. Both the uh, Cardinals and the Giants have a better right. winning percentage. So and let's the, just the say the White Sox the, were slightly ahead of the A's entering today, too. I think weren't they? So the White Sox now are are at a five ninety four winning clip, while the A's mm-hmm. and the Red Sox are at five ninety five. So it's real close. Bottom line is yeah. they're playing really good baseball, Ken. And this is a matchup where it's two of the better teams in the American League. It, it's it's early, but you like to see. How you match up against Tampa, how you match up against the Red Sox, because these could be the teams that you're facing in the postseason. I agree 100%. I mean, this is a it's a good test for the A's, and even over the weekend with the Twins, and I know they're not playing well, but uh, to me, they were a postseason team entering the year, so uh, you're right. And, you know, Chris, I don't know how you feel, but so many of these series are great matchups. I thought the A's and the Blue Jays was an excellent matchup. I mean, I think the, the Jays have a chance to get to postseason. So there are, there are so many quality teams in the American League. So, and when you don't score a ton of runs, the A's are right in the middle of the pack and runs scored, you're going to play a lot of close games. So that, that was, tonight was the ninth one-run game the A's have won. And another thing I want to throw out there before we get to the highlights, I like the fact we're done with Tampa and the Tropicana Field. After this, we'll be done with Fenway Park. And you right. don't have to worry about playing these guys. I mean, next time you see the Red Sox, that'll be at home. And it's kind of nice to get some of these uh, AL East teams out of the way. Especially when you're playing well. Yeah. And when your bullpen is doing so well, too, Chris. So, yeah, I mean, the A's have a lot of confidence right now, and especially in the, in the close games, and that goes a long ways. And you think of some of the, the attractions we have at, at the Coliseum later this year with uh, the Red Sox still have to come in here, the Yankees have to come in. We haven't seen the Angels yet. Uh, so it's going to be a fun summer. Are we still in that division? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Isn't it weird that the only team the A's have played so far from the West is Houston? And who's the first AL West team you see after this? 
That would be the Astros a week from tonight, right? Yeah, I mean, it's like I, I, I don't remember – Ken, I don't remember a schedule like this to where you play – I mean, the A's are now 7-0 and against the Central. They're 10-8 and against the, uh, against the East. Hardly played interleague play, hardly played in division. I just don't remember a schedule like this. They're 2-5 and five in the West because those are the only games, right? The, those are the games against the Astros. So, yeah, it – well, there's no way to make any rhyme or reason to the schedule anyway, right, Chris? Yeah, it's it's uh it drive it's, you nuts trying to figure it out. No doubt. Let, let's go over quickly some highlights as the Red Sox would take the lead in the first inning. Two balls, two strikes, here's the pitch. Swung on and driven to right field. Brown going back. He's there. He makes the catch. Tagging is Verdugo. And the throw to the plate is not going to be in time. And the Red Sox take a one-nothing lead. JD Martinez delivers his 32nd RBI, sack fly to right. And one nothing Boston in the bottom of the first. Ken, every single time that guy steps in the box, it's scary. Well, how big was the strikeout that Diekman got with uh, J.D. batting in the ninth inning? Yeah, this guy. I mean, he, no, he's, he, he's rebounded from last year. Well, he's mirrored what the Red Sox have done because they've rebounded from a really tough year last year, too. And then the A's would get on the board in the fourth. Baldy stretches and offers. And a slider pulled on the ground in the shift, and it finds its way through between Bogarts and Gonzalez. Brown's around third. They're going to send him home, and he scores the tying run. RBI single on the ground through the shift for Matt Olson, and we're 1-1 in the fourth inning. Yeah, you, you live by the shift, you die by the shift, Ken. Yep, sometimes you can get burned by it. There's no doubt about that, right? Yeah, and then the A's would tack on a couple more in the seventh. Olsen steps away at first, one-two pitch, pulled the third, and it's a base hit. Past the shortstop and in the left, into a slide, goes Cordero around second as Olsen racing to third. He slides in safely. He beats the tag by Devers. The A's hustling with runners at the corners with nobody out as Matt Olsen taking advantage of the weak arm of Cordero and puts the A's at first and third for Matt Chapman. And Ottavino's 2-1. Poke toward right. And coming on for it and dropping in front of the third, the right fielder Renfro is going to score a run. Just served the other way by Elvis. Renfro was cheating in, still didn't get to the ball. Chapman is home. It's 3-1 Oakland. How about that? Yeah, how about that? How bad did they need that one, Ken? Well, it was huge. And you just like to see Elvis coming alive a little bit. It, It just means so much to the ball club, Chris. Yeah, and especially with Chad Pender uh, playing shortstop right now with AAA. He's going to play the outfield today, So, but you're right. I mean, I think that, you know, if Elvis continues to struggle, you're going to see Chad maybe play a couple of games at short when he comes back. So, Diekman, we get the save. Bassett with the win. A's with the win. 3-2 to two is a classic ball game, and uh, can't wait for the next two. And James Caprellian on the mound. Uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to the next two days. Well, and as Bo Mello said on the manager show, Chris, when the A's traded for Caprillion, these are the moments you're looking for. I mean, at some point, this is a guy the A's felt was a big part of their future. So, you know, he's, he's moved up to AAA. He pitched a little bit in relief for the big club last year. So I think now is kind of the time to see what he can do. So um, it's a great opportunity for him. It's a difficult assignment facing the Red Sox, not only – because their offense is so good, but facing them at Fenway. So, uh, but still, I mean, this is kind of one of the reasons the A's traded for him, Chris, to see if he can emerge as a, a bona fide major league starting pitcher. What would Ken Korak be doing tonight in Boston after the game? 
Well, it's later there than it is here. Yeah. Right? I mean, it's three hours later. So, I don't know. I mean, we might have might have gone out and done just a little bit, Chris. Not a whole lot, right? Because, you know, you got to get a good night's sleep. But, you know, I think there might have been an opportunity or two to, you know, there's some pretty good nightlife out there, right? Oh, I mean, I just get a, get a little bowl of clam chowder to help right. you go to sleep. Oh, exactly. sounds so good. <laughs> <laughs> we would have definitely had something to eat, that's uh, for sure. You are the best, my friend. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks, buddy. Ken Korak, after the A's, take down the Red Sox 3-2. to two. You know, whenever these teams play each other, it's, 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 it's high leverage right now. And we didn't think the Red Sox were going to be any good. We thought bringing in Hein Bloom and coming in from Tampa, we joked the, the, the Boston Rays, you get rid of Mookie Betts. I mean, who are these guys? But tell you what, they're playing good baseball, and that shows you how good your A's are playing. The number is 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. This is Chris Townsend for the Chicken Pie Shop of Walnut Creek. Great news. Our indoor dining is back, along with our beautiful patio dining. Come taste our world-famous chicken pie that has been served in Southern California for 83 years. The Chicken Pie Shop of Walnut Creek has one of the most dynamic menus, plus a full bar. Pot pies, gourmet burgers, sandwiches, salads, flatbreads, and more. Don't forget, we still do takeout and delivery. For all the information, go to chickenpieshopwc.com. That's chickenpieshopwc.com. Hey, A's fans, summer is finally here, and that means home improvement projects. Still thinking about replacing your old windows? Consider beautiful, energy-efficient windows from Milgard. Let our team of experts help you turn your house into your dream home. Explore the door and window showrooms at Ashby Lumber in Berkeley and Concord today. Use code word AceFan and receive a special discount on your beautiful, energy-efficient windows and patio doors by Milgard at Ashby Lumber. Learn more at ashbylumber.com or visit our stores in Berkeley and Concord. Ashby Lumber for all your building and remodeling needs. This is A's Clubhouse. And the number is 833-625-2278. Let's go to Greg down in slow. Greg, a nice win tonight for the Athletics. Hey, Townie, what's cracking, brother? Happy Monday. What a great way to start the week. Monday? It's Tuesday. (laughs) Tuesday, sorry, I... We I'm had on day- Louis time. I'm a little. I'm a little confused right we, now. We, we we finally had a day off yesterday. It was marvelous. <laughs> seventeen in a row. I'm still. I'm still a little uh, delusional after seventeen in a row. My bad. That's yeah, all right. It's all right. But tonight's win was a good win. Going in there and getting game one. Yeah, you know, Evaldi, man, he hasn't given up a home run all year. I mean, that guy's nasty. You know, ninety six, ninety seven, got some good out pitches. You know, so to scratch out a couple runs against him and then uh you know, to kind of turn over the bullpen. I mean, what can you say about Chris Bassett? I mean, what a what a great start he had. Oh, my. Seven innings, two runs, struck out ten. And probably the number one thing, he didn't walk anybody. Yeah, you know, after that first inning, he was a little wild. You know, he had a couple wild pitches. Um, it seems like that's the only knock on him is he starts out a little bit slow, but once he settles in, I mean, he's one of the best pitchers in baseball the last few starts he's had. So, you know, to get a good quality start out of him, and like I said, to kind of scratch out a couple runs against Evaldi. Um, I'll tell you one thing I like, Tony, and we've talked about it, Diegman in the ninth. I know he made it a little shaky with a couple walks, but, you know, he's got the makeup for a closer. I think Diegman does with the wipeout slider, you know, the good fastball, left-handed, you know, kind of comes at a funky arm angle. If he can just control, 
you know, with, with, with he has a tendency to walk guys. But I really think Diekman has the makeup and the stuff to be a closer. Well, you saw some of the swings tonight. I mean, there's some bad swings against him, which shows you they're not seeing it and that he's nasty. I mean, when you make big league hitters look bad, that, that says a lot about your stuff. But, yeah, it's called consistency. Can he do this night in and night out? Because you can't be walking people. Walks are death. You just can't give free 90 feet away. I mean, they're that's always kind of been the. In the age sorry, of that's lucky. always kind of been the knock on 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 Diegman going back to his Milwaukee days. He's always a little bit wild. So, if he can just control, I mean, he's got the stuff. Well, the thing about walking people, man, yeah, like I, you know, the A's got away with one tonight. They had a leadoff walk in the ninth, and usually that guy comes around and scores. So, luckily, that didn't happen, but. I'll tell you, you know, Deke, Deekman, when he is on, he's he, he's tough to see. Yeah, I mean, going back to last year, he was unhittable. I mean, he's he's been really good since the A's have had him. If you really look at his numbers in Oakland, he's he's been a, as about as dominant as a reliever we had, whether it be a closer, middle reliever, setup guy, whatever you want to call it. I mean, Deekman's delivered since you know since he's been in an A's uniform. So, um, one more thing before I let you go, Tony. I know the news broke today with. You know, Major League Baseball kind of putting it out there to the A's to maybe shop for other markets, and you know that that that's a big story. ESPN's talking about it, and I've been kind of, you know, a lot of my buddies who are Dodger and Angel fans are harassing me today. You know, I'm kind of at the point now where it's like, is the writing really on the wall? You know, is is Oakland really gonna? It just seems like such a good deal that the A's have made. You know, the, the proposal. Um, does Oakland really deserve the A's? You know, I, I kind of like the sound of the Las Vegas A's. I mean, I can get over there for a hundred bucks from where I live. I love going to Vegas. I mean, is it time just to move on? I want to hear your take, Tony. Uh, all that stuff, my friend, is way above my pay grade. They don't tell me about that kind of stuff. I saw. I really don't know. I'm not privy to uh, the information. I'm not privy to the negotiations. I'm not privy to who's talking to who. I, I just I, I don't know. I kind of stay in my lane when it comes to this. Yeah, I mean, I'm not trying to get into the politics of it all, but I mean, it's it's obviously a big story when Major League Baseball comes out and says that. You know, I mean, yeah, well, is hey, it just a cover. Put it this way: When's the last time the A and A story was on the front page of ESPN.com? No doubt. No it just, doubt. Uh, that's, so that's I went of, there today and went, "Wow." That's why I knew it was big news, and that's kind of why I wanted to get your take on it. I kind of hear what you're saying because, like I said, I don't. You know, the politics of the city and what's going on in Oakland and all that stuff, like you said, that's just that's above my knowledge. But it just kind of seems it's getting to the point where, you know what, the shovel's not in the ground, and until that happens, I don't believe nothing. And, you know, the Raiders have jumped ship. You know, the Warriors have jumped ship. You know, you just got to start kind of looking towards the future. And, and, and like I said, Las Vegas A's has a good ring to it. You know, our AAA affiliate's already there. I mean, maybe it's just time. The writing's on the wall. Maybe it's just time to time to start, you know, looking into another market. I don't know. Well, I appreciate the phone call, Greg. I mean, the city council has to vote on it. And if there's a tie, I think I read this today, that Libby Schaff has the vote to break the tie. Now, does she want to be a mayor that lost the NFL, the NBA, and Major League Baseball? Do you want to be known as that mayor? I doubt it. I know she's an ace fan. We've had her on the show. You know, and we're, 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 we're still in a pandemic. A lot of money has been lost, a lot of life, a lot of money has been lost. 
And we're going to slowly but surely work out of this thing. But at some point, how, how long are we going to do this stadium dance? I mean, how, how long? I, I, I've mentioned it, and I don't mean, need to be mean or anything, but every major town has built something since at least, like, 1990. There's been some type of arena. There's been some type of football stadium, baseball stadium. You know, the, always just saying the Coliseum's fine. Those days are over. Major League Baseball came out and said, yeah, it's not happening at the Coliseum site. It's either got to be this waterfront or, you know, looking out of town. You, you, you have to realize New York forced the A's to stay here. They forced them. And they, can't, they wanted no part of the fight with the Giants and the territorial rights, so they told the A's, get it done in Oakland. But now the same guys that said you had to be in Oakland are now the same guys saying you've got to start looking at other options. It's very scary, and I know there's going to be a lot of you who want to talk about it. Number is 833-625-2278. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. Ooh, a fondue set. Ugh. Now I need to find a coupon code. Not anymore, Susan. Capital One Shopping instantly searches for available coupon codes and automatically applies them at checkout. Wait, instantly? It's called shopping smart, not hard. Download Capital One Shopping to your computer for free and let it do the work for you. Don't mind if I fondue. <laughs> That's kind of cheesy. Capital One Shopping. It's kind of genius. What's in your wallet? Savings and available coupons vary. Visit OmahaSteaks.com and enter keyword rare in the search bar to order the mouth-watering Let's Go Grill package today. The Let's Go Grill package includes four butcher-cut filet mignons, four boneless pork chops, one pound of chicken breasts, four kielbasa sausages, plus 12 ultra-juicy Omaha Steaks burgers free and $20 off your first order. Go to OmahaSteaks.com, use the code rare in the search bar, and for a limited time, get 12 free Omaha Steaks burgers and $20 off at checkout on your first order. Only T-Mobile for Business uses unconventional thinking to help businesses realize new possibilities, like our WFX solutions, enabled by our nationwide 5G network that help teams stay connected and productive where work happens. We also provide an award-winning customer experience and first-class benefits with every plan. Get unmatched network support and value without any trade-offs at T-Mobile.com slash unconventional. Capable device required. Coverage not available in some areas. Some uses may require a certain plan or feature. See T-Mobile.com. A's fans, there is no better way to stay in touch with the A's and even our players than following us on social media. Just head over to athletics.com slash social. That's athletics.com slash social for a full list of our social coverage from player accounts to Twitter handles and more. Now is the time to stay in touch. Head over to athletics.com slash social. That's athletics.com slash social today. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. Chris Townsend with you here on the A's Clubhouse Show. Let's go to Coach P in Fremont. What do you got for me, Coach? Ah, uh, Townie, you know, I got so much. But uh, first of all, I just want to point out, you know, the A's, on a day that's pretty much glooming for all A's fans, they still come through and, uh, and get that win in Fenway. A one-run one win, that's, that's just amazing. It's just, you know what I mean, they just... Lovely for us, A's fans, after the devastating news today. Which, I mean, 
I know you can have a lot of callers address that, but I really don't even want to address it. You know what I mean? I really don't want to put any sour on this great news, a great win. But I just want to point out overall that uh, I, I don't think this is going to be a, a speed bump or a block in the road. I still think they're going to keep smashing, going to cities, and just start demolishing and be that just solid team. And, you know, I'm a fan for life. I don't care if it's Portland, Vegas, Oakland, the Mars. I don't care. The moon. I'll still be an ace fan for life. Love the show, Townie. Let's go, Oakland. Thanks, buddy. I, I, I enjoy these wins. And the reason why I enjoy these wins is because this is how you win in the postseason. You know, we've talked so many times about how, the, you know, the A's haven't won in the postseason. But these are, you know, learn how to play these games. These are the games you're going to play. And rack up a, a wonderful record in one-run games. It gives you that confidence. Let's go to John in Woodland. John, you're on the A's Clubhouse show. Hey, Tony. Uh, first off, today was a great, great win. I always love sticking it to, like, a big market East Coast team like the Red Sox. So today yes. was excellent. But the uh, first question, I'm sure, is on everybody's minds. But um, is there anything we can do as fans to kind of help assist with this whole ballpark relocation thing? Because it's just frustrating to me because I just feel like it's out of my control. So I want to do something. Are there any petitions or anything I can do? Well, it's up to, to this. It, it's a, it, you know the, the, what the problem is? Someone like you, someone like me, we don't affect politicians in Oakland because you can't vote for them. You're not going to decide their fate. You don't live in Oakland. I don't live in Oakland. So it's like it's really the people who are the taxpayers and the voters who need to speak up and let these people know what they want. Because that's one thing we know about politicians. They want to keep getting reelected. So they want to stay popular in their base. Well, people in Oakland stand up. You know, we got, you got a lot of people who want to fight for, for it was, you know, Raiders, Warriors, now A's. But a lot of these people don't live in town. So I'd like to see really the people of Oakland. How about all the people who, because I, I believe a lot of the people that work at the Coliseum during games, they do live in Oakland. They need to speak up. People need to get vocal and speak up and let the local politicians and the people who run the city let them know what this means to you. Does that make sense? Well said, Tony. Well said. Um, well, if that's the case, we'll speak up. We'll do what we can, and we'll just have to keep riding the wave till we hear otherwise. Yeah, appreciate the phone call. Yeah, I mean, if you live in Oakland, let them know how you feel. Because they'd look at me and go, "Ah, you live in San Jose. What do you? What do you matter? I, I don't decide their fate." Let's go to Matt. Matt, you're now on the A's Clubhouse show. Hey, Tony, congratulations on the 3-2 to two win A's over the Red Sox. And a couple of uh, further questions on the new A's ballpark. Uh, first of all, um, what was the story on uh, victory court, and how come the A's couldn't swing the, the uh, ballpark on victory court? Wow, victory court was a long time ago. <laughs> what year was that? That was like around 2009, 2010, right? Yeah, that sounds about right. 
You know, to be honest with you, it's been so long, I don't even remember. Okay. And my second uh, question is, uh, if I, I sure hope this doesn't happen, but uh, in, in, in the event that Howard Terminal blows up in people's faces, uh, uh, what are the chances they could uh, uh, put that exact same brand-new ballpark in the south parking lot of the Oakland Coliseum? You know what? This is something, Matt, that I think everybody just really needs to get their arms around. You've had three professional sports organizations say they don't want to be at that location. And the fact that the the answer always comes back to let's, let's force them back to the Coliseum, it's not the answer. It's just not the answer. The, these guys who, you know, it'd be one thing if you want to build it, if you want the taxpayers to build it, but we're asking these teams to build it. And at some point, the answer of always just trying to force people back to the Coliseum has led to, you know, the Warriors in San Francisco, the Raiders in Vegas, and then now you're you're having baseball tell you to start looking for other cities. So always just trying to say go back to the Coliseum, that's not the answer, and people need to figure that out. Like how many professional sports teams do you need to lose before you figure out the Coliseum is not the place to build? Well, I guess about a million. And on that note, I sure hope there are some uh, Oakland A's uh, fans that uh, – have uh, better creative solutions than uh, I have because, boy, we, we sure need them bad. Yeah, I hear you, Vince. Thank you for the phone call. Uh, mm-hmm. No, no, that – was that Vince? Or we uh, we can go to Vince. Vince in Lafayette, you're on the A's Clubhouse show. Uh, say a, a couple questions. One, about the starter tomorrow. I don't know too much about this kid. Um, is he, Is this guy pretty good? Is he going to be able to handle it? Uh, I'm so glad we won the first game because uh, that's so important, especially when you have an iffy pitch in uh, game two. And then, um, you know, so we at least try to get two out of three. But is this kid pretty good? I, again, I don't know anything about his numbers, uh, how he did in minor leagues. And the second thing I was going to say is I know they keep saying the Coliseum's not good enough. I have weekend passes, been going for years, had full seasons for many years too. I've been a uh, big guy who goes all the, so many games each year. And my, I mean, I don't have a problem with the Coliseum. I know baseball does, and they've been told, tell me that much, but most of the fans I talk to don't have a problem with the Coliseum. But since they're making us um, build a new stadium, is there any poll that their governor has, the president, um, mayor, get together? Because they want to spend all this money in infrastructure. Can we get something stuck in the bill where we get a stadium in there? I'm not saying pay the whole thing, but they could help us out with a few hundred million that might make it, you know, make it work. That's what I was thinking. Is there any, any poll we have with the politicians? Uh, yeah, well, I, I, you know, Vince. Once again, that's way above my pay grade. I have no, I, I, I know they've talked to Gavin Newsom. I know Libby Schaap. I know there's been people talking, but I don't know infrastructure and how to pay for it and all that kind of stuff. That's uh, uh, I'm a radio, television, film major. That's uh, a way above my pay grade. Thank you for the phone call. And James Caprellian going tomorrow was a number one pick by the Yankees out of UCLA. Tommy John guy uh, came over in the Sunny Gray trade. Got a terrific arm. You know, he's another one of those guys that it takes time. Every, everybody thinks you just go under the knife and, hey, 12 months later, you're ready to throw 95 again. 
Doesn't always work that way. Look at the guy on the mound today. Chris Bassett went through it. It's a long road to recovery. All right, coming up next, we'll continue with your phone calls. And we have got a ton of Vince up. Vince is with who? Vince Catronio and Matt Olson. Your calls, Matt Olson, Vince Catronio, all next right here on the A's Clubhouse Show. This is Chris Townsend for the Chicken Pie Shop of Walnut Creek. Great news. Our indoor dining is back, along with our beautiful patio dining. Come taste our world-famous chicken pie that has been served in Southern California for 83 years. The Chicken Pie Shop of Walnut Creek has one of the most dynamic menus, plus a full bar. Pot pies, gourmet burgers, sandwiches, salads, flatbreads, and more. Don't forget, we still do takeout and delivery. For all the information, go to ChickenPieShopWC.com. That's ChickenPieShopWC.com. No matter what's ahead, you count on family. And Northern California families count on Honda. Fuel efficient with high-tech safety features like Honda Sensing and Apple CarPlay. Plus legendary dependability you can pass down from one generation to the next. Right now, get an exceptional deal on a new Accord at your Northern California Honda dealer or NorCalHondaDealers.com. Around here, people count on two things, family and Honda. Ask anyone who owns a Honda. Clay's Cleaning Service has a spotless reputation. Take care of the windows. Hello, this is Clay. But his business operations could use a light dusting. I had you scheduled for next week. I'll just check here. No, absolutely. We will be there tomorrow. Indeed can help him hire the people he needs. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. When you sponsor a job, you immediately get your short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job criteria. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. It's Batter Up with Mike and Ike Mega Mix. You get 10 great tasting Mike and Ike flavors in each box. Lots of fun to mix and match for great tasting combinations. Hit a home run with Mike and Ike Mega Mix. For more pucker power, try Mega Mix Sour. Mix it up with 10 mouth-watering sour flavors. Savor the flavor with Mega Mix Sour. Your nose is the body's air filter, the first line of defense against airborne allergens, bacteria, and viruses. You wash your hands to protect your health. Now you can clean your nose with Navage. Online at Navage.com. Navage. Clean nose. Healthy life. Swings and drives one. You're listening to A's Cast. And now the 0-1 pitch on the way. is swung on and drilled to left. Way back. Kispremski will turn and watch. And the A's have tied it up on a ninth inning grand slam by Stephen Piscotti. This is the A's Clubhouse Show. You know, I've lived this. I've done this before, unfortunately. And if you're saying, what are you talking about? Well, if you don't know my background, I worked for and around the Raiders for years. I did the pre and post game show. I was the sideline reporter, traveled with the team. I did the TV show with Jack Del Rio and with John Gruden. I did a lot of stuff. I... I did Raider Nation Live. I did Raiders Roundtable. I was all over, just like I am with the A's, I was all around the Raiders. And I can't tell you how many times 
someone told me, oh, there's no way they're going. There's no way they're leaving Oakland. Had that work out. Everybody would call my shows. I'm not buying this. I'm not buying that. And the whole time, the whole time, right, the whole time, Vegas swept in, promised Mark Mark Davis a stadium, and before you know it, they weren't talking to Oakland. Oakland's done. They're going to play out a couple seasons, and then they're moving to Vegas. And I was told, I can't even tell you how many times. There's no way this is ever going to happen. That's my experience with something like this. You, you, you think that there's no way your franchise will leave. And the answer is the same answer it was for the Raiders. Build at the Coliseum site. Well, let me tell you something. They realized building at the Coliseum site was going to be like a 50,000-whatever stadium. They got a palace in Vegas. Go look up the value of the Raiders from moving from the Bay Area to Vegas. They jumped. And their building is so incredible, I can't wait to go. I, I mean, I hate doing this kind of stuff. Because it made me sick to my stomach when I was doing it with the Raiders. And now the last thing I want to do, because I've had a lot of hope. I had a lot of hope that this thing was getting done. You know, we were getting to a point where we have a vote. Then, you know, before you know it, shovel's in the ground. Let's go. Let's go to Rob in San Jose. Rob, you're on the A's Clubhouse Show. Tony, you've got a lot to say. And, it's, you, know, and I'm, you know, I wouldn't be even up totally out of the question the – the A's in Vegas, but you know, I also think that Vegas could have easily hosted the NFL with that palace being a neutral, neutral game thing. You look at what the NFL did to St. Louis, San Diego, and Oakland. It shows that thinks that pro sports has very little conscience for you know maintaining and uplifting cities like they claim that they do. I would hope that the Raiders actually would come back to Vegas. I mean, to Oakland, and they would try my neutral idea because I think it's dishonorable to not be a part of the overall stratification of the, the, and the all spread out socioeconomic areas, which are the big cities, the port cities of the West Coast, St. Louis, you know, Oakland, San Diego, if they do, would do the right thing. Now, the, the A's, I, I don't know about Howard Terminal. I think they could easily eminent domain some territory closer to, let's say, the estuary, build some kind of marina that would give them the waterfront deal that they would want versus just saying let's just build it at the Coliseum site. I don't know if Howard Terminal could do that because the port is logistically complicated, and the, the port people don't want that there. But I see other property in Oakland. Now, the BART has been brought down to San Jose at Barry S. and Warren Springs and will be brought into the south. You know, and there's, you know, I even, I'm so open-minded that San Jose could be, a, you know, because of the BART corridor could be the place for the A's. And forget about the Giants. And I don't hate the Giants. I even know the Giants, some of the Giants' owners personally. Um, if they would just let go of that, I think the stratification of the A's going uh, uh, north and south versus just across the Bay, I don't, I don't believe in breaking up the tradition of the Bay Bridge Series or the Battle of the Bay. And I think the NFL should turn that around and do right also by San Diego, get the Chargers back into San Diego and give St. Louis a team. Is that not comprehensive enough for you, Townie? None of that is going to happen. I know. 
but it would be in a perfect world to be a lot better. <laughs> if uh, they, you know, because we're looking at a zero conscience game now. The fallout of these decisions appeasing only certain owners. You know, Vegas could have easily with a with a cash cow uh, gaming uh, tax revenue. They can build anybody anything. They can build themselves. You can promote anything. Friday night football in Vegas. Start your party. Come on Thursday night football. Everyone would go if it was neutral. Let's see who we are on the schedule. They didn't have to do this to Oakland. They didn't have to turn over uh, San Diego, too, as another joke, a real joke. And, and St. Louis is waiting for a football team. This, these are gaping cavities because of the rot and the poor management. You see, you see, you see the NFL kind of promote themselves, but you know, on the other end, baseball doesn't. But they're all quacks, in my opinion. They all uphold the overall stratification of American uh, the classic cities being that San Diego, Oakland, and St. Louis are all worthy of teams. And we're a huge area. We, de- we are a team market. I don't know why they want to undermine that tradition. I don't know why, what they think. They just are judging us all wrong. Well, thank you for the phone call, Rob. To answer some of those, the land down here in San Jose where they were planning on building the ballpark is now owned by Google. And Google is going to put up a, a campus in downtown San Jose. San Diego, San Diego State has taken over where Jack Murphy Stadium used to be. They're going to build a football stadium there for San Diego State, and they're going to redo that area where, and they're going to put classrooms and, you know, they'll have like a Starbucks and all, but it's going to be like part of the campus of San Diego State. So uh, I don't know where the Chargers would play. Who knows? You know the one thing that Rob said? That is dead on. It's complicated. It really, really is complicated. And you got to ask yourself, how bad do you want professional sports? How much do you value professional sports in your town? Some people don't value it. Some people think you could be doing other things with the the money for infrastructure. That's the only answer I got. It's complicated. I do know this. No one has worked harder. No one has gotten us this far as Dave Cavill's gotten us. This guy has put his heart and soul into this. This is the end of the football game, folks. You're in the red zone. you got to score. If you don't score, you lose. You know, we, well, I think that's an analogy we can all understand. You're looking up at the scoreboard, and the time's ticking away. You're running out of timeouts. You've got to punch this thing into the end zone to win. And are we going to be able to punch this into the end zone? Because if you can't, if you can't punch it into the end zone, once again, you're going to lose. Ball game over. So having Dave Cavill on my show today, A's Cast Live, and listening to him, this city council is going to have to make the vote. And when you start talking about people on city councils, I mean, you don't know who's in whose pocket. You don't know. I mean, obviously, the, the, the port has a lot of pull. You don't know who, who, you don't know what side, who, any, I don't know. You may know, I don't know. I haven't been paying it. That, that's not what I do. I'm not in politics. So I, I don't know how these eight people sway. Don't know. I hope they sway towards the A's. 
I hope they look at this project as a moneymaker. I hope they look at this as a project where a lot of people are going to be working around it and making money off of it, and that's what we need. We need jobs. And Dave Cavill has gone to Washington, gone to Sacramento. This is the closest anybody has gotten to building in in Oakland. So is the city council going to help get the ball over the goal line? And someone could say, well, this today was a threat. Well, it's business. I mean, you've already lost two teams. I mean, do you? I mean, do these do these guys want to be the politicians that lost the third team? Because there's always this ridiculous. Oh, they're going to come back. No one's coming back. Warriors aren't coming back. Not in our lifetimes. I'm telling you right now, Raiders are never coming back. Are you kidding me? The only reason why the Raiders came back is because they couldn't they couldn't get a deal done in L.A. And Oakland at that time was willing just to offer a great deal to the late, great Al Davis. But now that, that, that ship's gone. They got a beautiful home in Vegas. I just hope everybody, cool heads, and everybody realizes that what's best for the organization, what's best for the city, is to get this done and get some shovels in the ground. Here's Vince Catronio after the game with Matt Olson. It still may be the toughest place to get 27 outs. The A's did it 3-2 to two the final in the opener of the three-game series against the Red Sox. First base with Matt Olson joins us. Got to start the pitching, Matt. Matt with uh, Chris Bassett and Yusmero Petit and Jake Diekman. That atmosphere, that ballpark, that green monster looming. And Chris's first appearance ever on the mound there. Uh, what impressed you about the way the pitchers attacked the number one scoring team in the league? You said the perfect word, attack. Uh, Bassett was was going at him all day. and uh, It looked like all the stuff was on uh, as far as pitches, but he was he was coming at him with heaters, and they were obviously having a tough time uh, getting getting his heater and, and putting the ball in play hard. Um, uh, a lot of a lot of weak contacts and swinging misses, and, and when you're doing that and in the zone like he was, uh, not going deep in counts. Uh, going to get that outing that he had deep into the game and, and not a lot of runs. Certainly you'd love to score five runs of the first inning, bat around, that kind of thing. Nathan avaldi has been very good and very tough. So with that not happening, the next step of seeing pitches and working the count, how important was that tonight? Very important. Um, yeah, he went five innings, I think. Is, is that what it was? Five, five innings and, and and uh, six, okay. Um, but, you know, his stuff was on tonight. Obviously, he, we weren't hitting him around the yard. Um, so to, to get in their bullpen uh, for a few innings, as opposed to him working into the seventh or eighth like Bass did, uh, you know, it's nice to to uh, get into the bullpen a little bit. You do that by working at bats, get the pitch count up, finding a way to, to get on base, and, you know, mixing some walks here and there and some singles, and, you know, it all led to the win. Does that play into your game plan, your second at bat? Because you swing at the first pitch and you put it in play and find an open area where normally it's been it's been closed shut for you since the shift began. So just the, the 
the approach, wanting to be aggressive early, and then seeing something that just doesn't happen often enough for you must have been a great, uh, great reaction. Yeah, it was good to see that one get through. Um, you know, like I said, Evaldi's got incredible stuff. So anytime he leaves something over the heart of the plate, um, you got to take advantage of it because he doesn't he doesn't make those mistakes too often. He just left a cutter over the middle uh, that I was able to to you know stay through and, and find a hole. Can you explain the conversation you might have had with Darren Bush and uh, and Eric Martins before you stepped in in the seventh inning? against the guy, Darwin, Darwinson Hernandez, who walks a lot of guys. He's all over the place. And you work the walk. I know you swung at the first pitch, but just the conversation about make this guy come in the strike zone, which you were forcing him to do, which he didn't, and you eventually scored what was the go-ahead run. Yeah, you know, we're, we're always conscious of, of guys' walk numbers and, um, you know, what kind of a pitcher he is if he's – he's kind of spraying it around the zone or if he's got a good idea where it's going. So, uh, you know, all of that kind of factors into the approach going into the box and, you know, lead off walks are, are killer. Uh, it's, it's something that, you know, all this, all the analytical stuff is coming around and at the end of the day, it's, you know, lead off walks still kill you. And, you know, it's, that's something that's been around in baseball since, you know, <laughs> I'm sure you know more than me, but, um, you know, it really is. And, and, that's sometimes you got to have those games and, and have those kind of at-bats, um, you know, one through nine, and that's what we did tonight. I don't know what the percentage is, but I think we'll both be in agreement that it's high when the leadoff guy gets on with a walk. He comes around to score. Ole, thanks for the visit. I appreciate it. Thank you. Matt Olson joining us. Chris, now back to you. Yeah, it's true. The percentages go way up when you walk the leadoff hitter. It's bad news. And that's kind of, you know, been one of the great things about the A's so far through 37 games is that for the most part, their starters throw strikes. You know, there's been quite a few games where the A's starter has gone has walked just one guy. I mean, Bassett tonight didn't walk anybody, struck out 10. I mean, that's a big key. No free passes. Make them earn every part of of 90 feet and some people who are tracking this I remember the the bleacher report had the article where they talked about pitchers are throwing strikes at a record rate I mean these guys are getting up on the uh, up on the mound and they're pounding you with velocity and they're throwing strikes that's why people keep saying, okay, I understand there's a bunch of guys hitting around 200, but it's tougher to hit now than ever before. You don't face the same guy over and over and over again. There's just bullpen guy after bullpen guy after bullpen guy. And if you want to buy the, the, the theory that all these guys are using some type of tacky substance to get more spin on all of their pitches to make them even tougher to hit, I always hate that argument, and the reason why I hate that argument, it's because if you want hitter, if you want pitchers to have nothing, then hitters don't get anything. Hitters shouldn't be able to use pine tar. Then hitters can't have elbow guard, shin guard, ankle guard. If pitchers don't get anything, hitters shouldn't get anything. But then you're going to say, well, I need to get grip on the bat. Well, these guys need to get grip on the ball. 
How about you make contact? How about when they shift you, hit a ground ball to short or a ground ball to second base where they don't have a fielder? How about that? How about shorten up with two strikes and not swing out of your you-know-what every single at plate and strike out three times? How about do that? Maybe guys' batting averages would be better. <gasps> Did I say batting average? <laughs> A's with the win over the Red Sox 3-2. to two. We'll hear from the skipper next right here on the A's Clubhouse Show. A's fans, New Era Cap is proud to be the official cap of your Oakland Athletics. Next time you visit the Coliseum, be sure to drop by the New Era Cap Stand to pick up your A's New Era Authentic Collection Cap. Remember, you can always visit us at neweracap.com to shop our latest selection, including our limited edition and exclusive drops. New Era Cap, the official on-field cap of Major League Baseball. Tired of searching for sports updates in different places? The Xfinity Sports Zone gives you the ultimate sports hub experience where you can find games, news, and highlights all in one place right on your TV. Follow the teams you love across your favorite sports. You can even use the voice remote to access stats and scores. With the Xfinity Sports Zone, everybody wins. Now that's simple, easy, awesome. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store for details. Restrictions apply. Requires Xfinity TV service with X1. You and Buddy are enjoying your walk when... Yeah, I smell that too. <laughs> I know, don't blame it on the dog. I hear that hissing too. Maybe it's a cat. No, dude. A sulfur-like odor and hissing can be signs of a natural gas leak. Natural gas lines can be buried anywhere. If you suspect a leak, leave immediately and call 911 and Southwest Gas. Thanks, deep voice narrator. You're welcome, dude. You too, Buddy. Nya, nya, nya. Ba, mba, babue, Zimbabwe. <clears throat> the broken Bunsen burner burns so bright. South, Jamie. Southeast Asian Peninsula. Hey, hey, Jamie. Yes. I think the only line we need from you today is drivers who switch to progressive could say big. Cool. I just got to finish my warm-ups. <clears throat> foul, foul, throw in the towel. History, history. Switch history, to progressive history. today. Santa ski, slalom in a salmon skin suit. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. If you're looking for a new mattress, Nest Bedding has you covered. Sleep on the same mattress Hall of Famer Ricky Henderson sleeps on. Nest Bedding is a national brand with family-owned prices and service. You can shop at one of their Bay Area locations, and all stores are sanitized and safe. Or you can navigate their easy-to-use website, nestbedding.com. That's nestbedding.com. Green and gold fans, use the coupon code Oakland, and you get 10% off your entire order. Nest Bedding, love where you sleep. Some things just go together. Peanut butter and jelly, cookies and milk, Oakland and Kaiser Permanente. If that last one caught you off guard, it shouldn't, because Kaiser Permanente has been helping keep Oakland healthy since our very beginning. And as the official healthcare partner of the Oakland A's, that won't be changing anytime soon. Whatever you may need, you can trust Kaiser Permanente to help keep you feeling your best. Kaiser Permanente, thrive. Visit kp.org today. In London, it's 10 p.m. Wednesday. In Singapore, it's 5 a.m. Thursday. And in San Francisco, it's 2 p.m. Wednesday. We call that Ring Central time. Time for teams, customers, and partners to connect online for a real time work session. Ring Central is the leading cloud solution for today's distributed workforce, integrating voice, video, online meetings, and team messaging into one experience. It's time to work the way you want. It's Ring Central time. For a free trial, visit ringcentral.com. Ring Central. Communicate, collaborate, connect. 
For the ones finding new ways to ensure the job always gets done. For the ones wearing many hats. For the ones who are hands-on, even from far away. And the ones keeping business moving forward. We are Granger, offering supplies and solutions for every industry, with 24-7 support and experienced staff at over 250 local branches. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. All right, is that a Q2 or a Q3 expense? Dwayne's CPA went MIA. To keep his books and his sanity, he needs to find a replacement, ASAP. Hey, Johnny, have you ever heard of a fungible good? Indeed can help him hire the people he needs. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. When you sponsor a job, you immediately get your short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job criteria. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. A little preparation will make you and your family safer in an emergency. A week's worth of food and water, radio, flashlight, batteries, and a first aid kit are a good start. To learn more, visit safetyactioncenter.pge.com. Stay connected on the latest information around the new ballpark project. Head over to WeAreRooted.com to see the latest information on all we're working on. That's WeAreRooted.com. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. A great way to start a road trip. A 3-2 victory over the Boston Red Sox. It was a really solid game. Nine and three in one run games. You gotta like that. Here's the skipper with the media. Hi, Bob. Hi. Let's get started with Martin Gallegos. Um, looks like another pretty good outing for Bassett there. Um, what did you just see from him overall tonight? I thought it was some of his best stuff of the year. You know, the first one a little bit cheap, and you know, you get two two wild pitches and and a. You know, in a sack fly. So, but you look at the strikeouts, you look at the strikes, you look at the, the amount of pitches he threw, the time he was out there. It was hard not to send him back out for the eighth. And I probably would have thought about it had he not uh, given up the home run. But yeah, I thought he seems to be getting better as the season goes along. I know he feels better. Um, he feels like he's, he's, he knows where his pitch is going a little bit more. And it's certainly shown here recently. Jessica Kleinschmidt. Hey, Bob, uh, Deekman did a pretty good job closing out for y'all as well. What are your thoughts on his outing and just him overall this season? He's been great. I mean, left rights really don't matter to him. You know, lose workloads been a little bit more. So at this point, we had two lefties coming up in the in the ninth. So, you know, we gave gave Lou the day off and Petit was warming up the inning before. And, you know, we'll pitch him anytime. So, um, yeah, I think Deke's been fantastic. You know, and, and it's been a guy that hasn't, you know, tried to lobby for the ninth inning. He just wants to pitch and whenever he can help, whether it's the eighth or ninth, typically is what he's done. And even come in at times before, you know, with some key lefty matchups earlier. Uh, Chappie continues to be productive at the plate as well. I know you were never worried about him, but what have you liked out of him just in his recent at-bats? Yeah, you just see him tracking the ball a little bit better, staying back a little bit more so, not trying to force it. You know, the, the, the hit he got. You know, here you can tend to try to try to lift and you know try to aim for that monster. But he's just trying to put a ball in play and get a run in. Um, you know, hit it hard to the left field. So it just looks to me like he's seeing the ball a little bit better and probably getting a few more pitches per at bat. 
Manolo Hernandez Duen. Uh, Bob, could you talk about that key hit by Elvis there in a very close game and close? That was huge. You know, he, he's got he's gotten some big hits for us. Um, you know, and that one, just not trying to do too much, go the other way. There's a big hole open at second base if he hits it on the ground. If not, you know, line drive right field's going to work in that situation. So as it turned out, that ended up being as big at bat as we had in the year, you know, during the game. You know, Chappie's at bat and then, you know, and then Elvis's. So, um, yeah, that was a huge hit. Back to Martine. About with Bassett, what is the just the kind of weird arm slot with his slider and curveball do just deception wise, like for the fastball and everything else? Yeah, he's just kind of added that to his repertoire and, and you know, throwing a lower slot slider, throwing a lower, lower slot fastball, which he has to. He can't just drop down and throw sliders. But, you know, his curveball being the 60s sometimes, his slider is, you know, maybe the, the drop down one's a little bit more curveball speed, but it has slider break. So it's just another dimension, another velocity, another break that, you know, hitters haven't seen from before. He's just trying to get better. Jerry McDonald. Yeah, Bob, how big was it to, to grind on Eovaldi and, and make him throw the pitches he had to throw through six innings and get him out of there? Yeah, yeah, I kind of got a little bit of that, but I, I get the gist of it. Yeah, I mean, you know, a guy, pitcher like him, you're trying to make him throw pitches early in the game and, and make sure he doesn't go past six. At one point in time, it looked like maybe five if if we extended that a little bit more. So, yeah, I mean, he got those 100 miles an hour. has a great split cutter. He's got five different pitches, and, you know, he can be tough to, to navigate. So it was good that we made him work and get him out of the game. John Shea. I think that was Bassett's first game against Boston, first in Fenway. What, what is a guy like that who – has been around a while, but hasn't faced one particular team due to prepare, especially at a place like that. Well, there's so many things you can do to prepare. Now, I think he was just excited about pitching, or you might might be a better question for him. But um, you know, this is like, you know, it's like a baseball museum here. You, you this, these are the type of places that you just can't wait to to play, and pitch, and manage, and coach. And I mean, these are just special places. So, I'm guessing to get his first start here. Uh, and get a win on top of it. Pretty rewarding for him and, and a really good feeling. Hey, Bob, was, was that a fun game to manage? You know, one run, three, two, you know, like you said, the the, the site, fun. you know, two good teams close, you know, it is, yeah. Yeah, it's fun. As long as you win, it's fun. Oh. Um, would I have preferred to win by six or seven? Yeah, sure. But, you know, it's, it's the, you're exactly right. You know, all that plays into here, the crowds into it, into the last pitch. And, you know, there's never a down moment in the game when it's close like that. And, you know, I know it's not the usual 38,000 or whatever it is here, but uh, these people, these fans, you can hear them uh, most of the game as well. So yeah, it's, it's a, it's a spirited place to play. Take a final question from Manolo. Bob, could you mention uh, the uh, importance of, of, of winning the first game of this trip, which could be a very tough trip against teams that probably are going to be in the postseason? Yeah, I mean, it's always nice to get off to a good start. Um, and, you know, you're right. There's two good teams. We got six tough games on the trip, but um, I, I don't think it's so much about you're thinking about winning series. You're just trying to get off to a good start and win the first game. You win the first game, there's better feeling um, 
especially a close one like that here. So, yeah, all in all, it was a really good game to win. All right. Thanks, Bob. Yep. He's right. Fenway Park's incredible. Now, I haven't been there since they added the monster seats. I think it would be so cool to sit up there. I think it would be cool also to sit up there for a football game. Like Notre Dame's played there, Boston College has played there. But to sit up on the monster and watch a football game, I mean, you'd be right on – you'd just be right on top of the action. It would be awesome. But Fenway, I mean, last time I was there, we were in this super, super old bar and walked up the stairs as a Yaki way. And from the, the bar to the entrance into Fenway Park had to be like 15 paces. I mean, the streets there are so old and small. I mean, it's like, it's like you can't. You can't eat and drink closer than, than this stadium. I mean, you're right across. I mean, it's unbelievable. Fenway is awesome. Highly recommend. Wrigley Field. I, the, the, these old, I mean, he's right. They're like museums. And when, you, when you're, like, you're sitting in the stands, you're like, man, Babe Ruth played here. Lou Gehrig played here. Ted Williams, all the greats in the American League played at this stadium. Bob Feller. I mean, old school guys. And then, you know, you've had the run of them winning some World Series titles and great players. You know, Big Poppy and Manny Ramirez. And, I mean, they've had some they've had some lights-out team. Mookie Betts. Still can't believe they let that guy go. Can you imagine? I mean, it's one thing if, like, Mookie Betts was on the Rays. But you're the Boston Red Sox. You got more money than – and you don't pay Mookie Betts, who's top three, top five player in the game? You let that go over money, which you have plenty of? Unreal. Coming up next, we're going to hear from Chris Bassett, who got the win tonight, three and two, seven innings, gave up two runs, struck out ten. But number one thing for me, zero walks. And we can still take your phone calls at 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. In London, it's 10 p.m. Wednesday. In Singapore, it's 5 a.m. Thursday. And in San Francisco, it's 2 p.m. Wednesday. We call that Ring Central time. Time for teams, customers, and partners to connect online for a real-time work session. RingCentral is the leading cloud solution for today's distributed workforce, integrating voice, video, online meetings, and team messaging into one experience. It's time to work the way you want. It's RingCentral time. For a free trial, visit RingCentral.com. RingCentral. Communicate. Collaborate. Connect. Francis Ford Coppola Winery is home to wine, food, and adventure. Located just 90 minutes north of Oakland, we invite you to sip through award-winning wines like Diamond Collection Claret and enjoy the magic of Sonoma County in a family-friendly atmosphere known for its superior level of quality and integrity. Book a tasting and learn more at FrancisFordCoppolaWinery.com. Please drink responsibly. 2021 Francis Ford Coppola Winery, Geyserville, Sonoma County, California. 
Here's football legend Howie Long for Skechers Arch Fit Shoes. Do you like comfort? Of course you do. Everyone does. But if you've never tried Arch Fit Shoes from Skechers, you're missing out on next level comfort. Saying you like comfort but not trying Arch Fit is like saying you like Italian food but you've never tried pasta. You're missing out on the number one thing. Because with Arch Fit, Skechers created a whole new kind of comfort. They teamed up with podiatrists who used over 20 years of data to create a shoe that provides total foot and arch support for all-day comfort. ArchFit distributes support across the arch no matter what foot type you have. You don't need an arch problem to love how they feel. And you say you have a passion for comfort but haven't tried them? That's like saying you're a sports fan but have never watched football. It makes no sense. So if you're the kind of person who claims to like comfort, stop what you're doing and try a pair of ArchFit exclusively from Skechers. Then you'll finally understand true comfort. See all the styles of comfortable, machine-washable ArchFit shoes now at Skechers.com. Next caller, who's this? Hi, this is Dan from Navy Federal Credit Union. I just want to give a shout out to all the men and women of the armed forces. Happy Military Appreciation Month. Okay, uh, next caller. Hi, this is Dan. I mean, Sam from Navy Federal Credit Union. During Military Appreciation Month, Navy Federal wants to celebrate the commitment that connects us to our military members. Share your own shout out with hashtag Mission Military Thanks. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Insured by NCUA. Looking to stay up to date on all things A's? Head over to athletics.com slash A's cast. That's athletics.com slash A's cast to listen to A's baseball and full 24-7 coverage of the A's only on A's cast. With a single click, you can stream great shows, live pre and post game coverage, and of course, all the great action of the A's this season. Head to athletics.com slash A's cast today. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. Well, after a game like that, you got to bring on the big right-hander with the media. Chris Bassett was fabulous. Here he is with the media. Hey, Chris. We can get started with Martin. Uh, hey, Chris. How's it going? Good, you? Good, thanks. Um, just uh, how would you just evaluate that outing overall for you just – Kind of a, I guess you could say shaky first, but then kind of turn things around there pretty quick. Um, I would just evaluate it. Yeah, I mean, the first, I, I would say my nerves kind of got the best of me. Um, uh, I mean, you, you talk about ballparks and environments, atmospheres that you've always wanted to pitch in. Like, I grew up an Indians fan, so, like, I always wanted to pitch in Cleveland. And then growing up, I always wanted to pitch here. I mean – every game with David Ortiz and Manny Ramirez and all those guys, like that's what I grew up watching is Yankee Boston game. So my nerves were way more than normal in the first inning. And after I got two strikes on JD, I was just like, all right, let's make a pitch here. And then yank and then yank. And I was like, Oh my God, what did I do to myself? But, uh, after that, I just kind of started pitching again. It was kind of normal, but, uh, yeah, I would say the first inning Fenway got the best of me. Jess Kleinschmidt. Hey, Chris, kind of tailing off of uh, Martine's question about pitching at Fenway. Uh, it's enriched in history, but I mean, obviously you pitched there, but what's it like ultimately getting a win? I feel like that checked off all the baseball nerd boxes. Yeah, I, I never, I mean, I've been here multiple times, but I never pitched here. And I, I was just like, in my opinion, this is number one on the list of like, you've got to pitch in Fenway. I mean, this is, 
the environment, everything about it. Like I was here pre-COVID with sold out fans and just the environment. And um, like I said, it, it, it is, it, it should be number one on your list of like, dang, this is the place. What about a scenario where with Mitch Moreland, I mean, obviously he's a former Red Sox player. And then even without a lot of fans, he tipped his cap. Did you still feel like they were giving him a warm welcome? And it sounded like there were a lot of fans there, even though there actually wasn't. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, you want, you win a world series with, with the team. Dang. They mean, they better love you. I'll tell you that. And I, 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 we heard it, they played a tribute video, so we all knew about it, but I mean, um, yeah, I mean, if you're around Mitch at all, you 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 better love him because Mitch is a plus dude. Manolo, hey Chris, and, um, there was a moment there. I think you retired like 14, 15 in a row with the game very close, uh, one run. And, uh, what what was going the best for you in that uh, time? So you were so dominant. Uh, got through the first, I'd say. I mean, a after the first, I felt good. I feel. I feel really comfortable with all my pitches. I feel I feel really good with uh, our catchers, and I think our game plan going into all the games has been really good. Our preparation has been great. But, uh, yeah, just a after the first inning, I was able to, like, all right, this is over. Now we actually got to – we got to try to win a game here. But, uh, yeah, just um, same, same script. I think we're, we're on a great path right now of just understanding who I am and just going out there and doing it. It, it seems that you're creating a little deception there to the hitters moving your glove there. Is that part of your plan or is that just something that happens? Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> MLB, the MLB network said I was tipping pitches and stuff. And I know they had a little segment on that, but uh, sometimes I'm trying to tip on purpose. I'll, I'll say, I'll say that. And then, I'm dropping my arm angle on purpose and I'm lowering my arm angle on sliders on purpose. And Emo and I know what we're doing. The catchers know what I'm doing. So uh, I, I like the, I like the cat and mouse game. I'll say that when you, when you think you got me going, when you think you know what I'm throwing, good luck. John Shea. You won. So you're not at Fenway met expectations, but did it also with the environment and vibe? Yeah, I mean, I, obviously I wish COVID was completely over with and I wish um, this place was absolutely jam packed, but I mean, it was cool. I, 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 I mean, I just got done talking with Manaya about it. I know Manaya's pitched here, but um, I mean, I can't even fathom like, this place in a playoff environment, it, it would be, it'd be dream come true, no doubt about it. Well, speaking of ballparks, back in Oakland, there was some news today that, you know, the A's are starting to consider relocation. You know, looking at sites outside the Bay Area. Uh, how much of that reached you or the clubhouse today? I, I think we tried. I mean, we've been hearing the, this this drumbeat for many many years and. I think all the players have just basically tried to push it to the side and take care of our business. We got Dave Cavill. We got these guys worrying about it. So we got so much crap to worry about throughout a day. We can't worry about a, a, a ballpark. Um, 
it sucks from a, a, stand, a fan standpoint. Like I grew up a Browns fan. When when the Browns left for Baltimore, that I know that absolutely just destroyed the fan base, destroyed fans. Um, so I feel really really bad for the for the actual fan base. But as it comes to the clubhouse, it, it, there's nothing that we can do. I mean, there really isn't. So we try not to think about it. We try not to talk about it. It's just we got business to take care of, and that's what we do. Hey, uh, you were talking about the MLB Network suggesting you're tipping pitches. Was that never the case then? No, it wasn't. Okay. <laughs> Just a deke. <clears throat> like I, said, I, I, hope, I hope people think they got me. I, I'll say yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Julian McWilliams. Hey, Chris. Hey, Chris. Um, quick questions. What is the um, adding the, the depth of your um, slider and, and just sort of the slider done to your um, benefited you in your overall repertoire um, as you've aged and have, you know, come into the picture that you've become? Yeah, I think uh, I don't know the exact reason of why my slider has been, I mean, I'm sorry, why my curveball wasn't swung at a lot, um, whether it be arm angle, I know it's higher than normal, um, or whether the ball's popping out of my hand so they see the ball up right away. I don't, I don't know what it is, but I, I didn't generate the swings that I wanted. It just it was, it was a pitch that most people just didn't swing at. Um, and then I had trouble throwing it for strikes at times, so it was just a double-edged sword there. But then once we add the slider, I instantly start, started seeing a lot of swings on it. Um, I'm not sure what the swing rate is on it, but uh, – it's been a massive weapon for me and just the aspect of this guys are swinging at it. Um, I don't think they're picking it up well. Um, so yeah, I mean, thank, thank you, Romo. I, I owe him a massive gift. I owe, I owe Deakman a massive gift. And then I owe Emo a, a lot of uh, pain and suffering over the years too. I'll say that. So um, obviously I'm glad that it is what it is, but uh yeah, it, it was just, it was more so just we had to get an off-speed pitch that people were willing to swing at, and we finally got it. We'll finish up with one question from Martin. Um, Bob was saying he might have let you go out for the eighth had it not been for the homer. I know you have a lot of trust in the bullpen, but were you kind of hoping to get one more inning, or were you kind of good there? No, I mean, it's it's a it's a non-issue, but I got a little uh, blister on my finger, so I was kind of happy that um yeah if you needed an eighth inning i was definitely gonna throw an eighth inning i'll tell you that but um anytime we hand over the ball to the back on our bullpen i don't i don't give a damn i'll tell you that i don't care <laughs> all right thanks chris wow they went like nine minutes with him unbelievable now it's time to see what's on deck, presented by Ashby Lumber. Ashby Lumber, for all your building and remodeling needs, learn more at ashbylumber.com. Eduardo Rodriguez is dealing this year. He's 5-0 with a 3.82 ERA. The left-hander will go up against James Caprellian. Caprellian has made one start for Vegas. Now, of course, he's been at the alternate site, and they were taken on Sacramento as our guys were down at Stockton. But he was the opening day starter for the Las Vegas Aviators. 
And let's see, four and two-thirds, gave up two runs, struck out five, only walked one, did take the loss. But he's only pitching one game, so he should be fresh. Can't wait. Going to be a good series. I think there's no question about it. Now, looking at the series, we're going to have a 4-10 first pitch. I will be on A's total access getting you ready for this game at 3-10. And then we have our live talk show, A's Cast Live, that will be at 2 o'clock. So A's Cast Live at 2, 3-10 A's total access. First pitch, Rodriguez against Caprellian will be at 4-10. Game one of the three-game set goes to your A's with a 3-2 victory. We'll see you all tomorrow right back here on A's Cast at 2 o'clock. Have a great night, everybody. Clubhouse Show. Bradley going back at the track, right to the wall. He'll turn and watch it fly. And the A's take a 1-0 lead. On the run back is Cannon to the wall. Jumps at the wall. He's gone.